Welcome to Automation Notes, brought to you by Doc Digitizer. The Automation Notes podcast is a collection of new and inspiring insights about intelligent automation. We will discuss with the world's leading intelligent automation minds the most recent trends, success stories, and promising projects in the intelligent automation space. But before we dive into today's show, if you want to take your automation projects to an all-new level, leveraging critical data locked in your documents, photos, or emails, visit DocDigitizer.com and find out how you can deploy the world's most reliable intelligent document processing platform in less than one day. Thanks to its proprietary technology, using the most advanced AI breakthroughs in cognitive automation, natural language processing, and a built-in expertly designed human in the loop, Doc Digitizer offers the world's first all-inclusive intelligent document processing platform. They also offer unusual features like handwrite support, complex table data extraction, fraud detection, and out-of-the-box integration with UiPath, BluePrism, Automation Anywhere, and many other automation tools. So stop spending months getting data sets and training models to deploy an IDP tool and then end up with costly human-in-the-loop data validation on every single document. But don't just take my word for it. Take the word of leading global 2,000 organizations, all loving and using Doc Digitizer to unlock hyper-automation over complex and unstructured mission-critical processes. Head over to DocDigitizer.com and start your all-inclusive IDP journey. But it is now time for one more incredible Automation Notes show. Hello and welcome to our show. My name is Juan Fernandes, founder and CEO of Doc Digitizer, and I'll be your host for today's episode of Automation Notes. So as you know, Doc Digitizer operates uh, in the intelligent document processing space. So intelligent document processing is a very hot topic for us. And since most of our audience is looking to implement IDP in some way, we uh, decided to ask an expert on IDP to join as our guest and share some some insights and 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 some perspectives on this topic, so it can help companies and and our audience to know more about IDP and most of all to increase their maturity level when it comes to implementing IDP. So I would love to thank uh, Praskash from Cient uh, for joining on our show. Prakash is really a pleasure to have you on our show. Uh, thank you, Joe. Uh, it's great to be part of the, your show. Uh, thank you for having me here. I'm excited to uh, you know, join this conversation with you. Fantastic. So for the people that don't know you and don't know Scient, can you share a little bit who you are and what you do there? Absolutely, uh, Joe, thank you. Uh, so I am Prakash Narayanan. I am leading the RPA and Intelligent Automation Solutions practice at Scient. I have over 25 years of experience in the field of technology and automation. I have delivered uh, more than 1,000 plus bots, uh, RPA bots plus intelligent automation bots across a multitude of sectors like you know banking, pharmaceuticals, telecom. And I have extensive experience in uh, intelligent automation platforms and, and tools as well. And uh, one more uh, thing about me, Trivia, I was chosen as one of the top 16 global automation rock stars by the dynamic CIO magazine this year. Uh, so that's congrats, a bit about congrats. myself. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. 
Uh, that's great. And, and about and, uh, science, do you, do you want to share yeah, some insights sure. about what you do? Absolutely, absolutely. And um, a Scient is a global engineering and technology solutions company. Uh, we engage with customers across the value chain, helping to design, build, operate, and maintain the products and services that make them leaders and respected brands in their industries and markets. So our customers draw on science expertise in engineering, manufacturing, and digital technology, like uh, automation, intelligent process automation, RPA, and those kind of digital transformation technologies and support their next generation solutions that meet the highest standards of safety, reliability, and performance for them. And science uh, operates in almost all the sectors except banking, financial services, and insurance. So take uh, talk about aerospace, uh, rail, transportation, telecom, energy, utilities, uh, you know, high tech, uh, manufacturing. Uh, we are uh, into all those sectors. So that's uh, that's what science uh, does. Uh, they provide uh, engineering and digital solutions across all these sectors. Amazing, amazing. You, you must be proud of being a father for so many bots at the same time. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely, absolutely. So that's uh, that's a nice privilege. I'm enjoying it. I am not stopping. I'm not stopped. I'm, I want to keep going. <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned that you are you are uh, working in intelligent automation and 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 in in I would say cutting edge. Uh, projects and I think intelligent document processing uh, is now uh, um, a mandatory part of many of these projects uh, as a tool. Um, right. So, why do you think IDP is now getting this much awareness and and demand? Uh, why is this a trend? Absolutely. Uh, I will tell you the reason. Now, definitely IDP is uh, the trend uh, that is correct. The reason is because, uh, let me start with the data. Uh, talk about data, right? Everybody knows, we all agree, data is the new oil, right? It is the most valuable resource in this age of information that we are living in. So the growing volumes of data in enterprises are fast becoming a deluge. If you look at the latest uh, statistics from International Data Corporation, IDC, They predict that by 2025, the worldwide data usage will exceed 175 zettabytes. So that's uh, as, you know astounding uh, a number, right? So while data is a prized asset, it needs to be refined or extracted with specialized tools, just like oil, right? To be of uh, real value. So if we analyze it, uh, what uh, the source of the enterprise in any company across the world? you see that 20% of the data is in the form of structured uh, formats like Excel, Word, uh, in uh, databases like SQL Server, uh, you know, Oracle. Uh, the uh, rest all, if you look at the data, 80% is either semi-structured or unstructured, like example, PDF files, scanned images, uh, you know, Word documents, uh, you know, video files, audio files, and so on, emails and everything. So uh, what happens is if we are not dealing with the unstructured data, then we are uh, really undervaluing the value of data because 20% uh, of the data can be solved using RPA, but the remaining 80%, if you are not uh, converting into structured format using IDP tools like Doc Digitizer, uh, you know, it's going to be difficult uh, because you are losing out the value proposition of automation. So that's that's why I say data is the critical part and uh, 
the unstructured data being 80% across any enterprise in the world, you see that uh, there is a, a compelling need to convert that unstructured data to a structured format. So then you can scale the RPA bots. But otherwise, what happens, RPA runs for 20%, then you are not able to scale the bots beyond a certain measure because you are stuck with the problem of uh, what do I do with this unstructured data? RPA bots cannot uh, understand it. So yeah, that's yeah. where the IDP tools, the beauty of IDP tools comes in there, right there, comes to the rescue. And it helps in converting this unstructured data in the emails, scanned images, uh, audio files, video files, geo, geospatial uh, maps, uh, you know, mining documents, legal loan agreements, any type of, uh, you know, da invoices, uh, purchase orders, uh, whatever, right? Utility bills, it can be converted using the IDP tool into structured format, then fed to the RPA bots, then it can take the data, move through, move it through the workflow and perform the complete end-to-end -end automation. So to summarize, without, uh, you know, converting unstructured data to structured format, there is no, uh, you know, uh, full end-to-end -end automation uh, possible. Do you, do you think that these these uh, companies are are becoming more aware of of IDP because they are also more mature in RPA? Because at at some point a couple of of years ago, when when we talked about this, people just just uh, uh, thought that okay, but I have everything in in a digital format and it's enough. Uh, but now they start to realize that uh, digital is not really equal to structure so do you think this is also coming from the maturity of these companies they already have some bots they already uh, probably target the first 20 percent it's running well and now they are moving to the all the other more complex processes and they realize that the, the data is not there absolutely uh, it's a very valid point so i have seen in companies i have worked where I hit the ceiling, I hit the wall when I finish 20% of the you know, automation. Then I can't scale the auto, uh, RPA bots because uh, the processes that I try to discover for uh, qualify automation, uh, the input data is not in a structured format. So then what is the way around it, right? Uh, two years ago, four years ago, it was very difficult because there were not uh, powerful IDP tools. We had yeah. only plain OCR tools, not even ICR, what OCR tools. So OCR can extract data and convert, uh, it can't convert, it can extract, but then the, it cannot make sense out of it. So you need that computer vision, NLP, and all those uh, AI algorithms to make sense of the data, make corrections and everything. So that technology has improved in the last uh, four years. And uh, now, uh, you know, as a result, uh, uh, that problem, the hitting the wall problem is solved because now, uh, the people uh, who are matured in RPA, like majority of the banks, I worked for a lot of the banks, uh, who banks actually implemented a lot of RPA because of the nature of the process, highly rules-based. So yep. these now, uh, when they hit the 20%, then they looked at solutions like Doc Digitizer, uh, you know, IQ Bot, UI Path platform, and now they are able to, you know, transform, uh, the, you know, move ahead. Uh, get out of the climb up the wall and now, uh, you know, proceed with automating the rest of the 80% uh, of unstructured data. So absolutely, what you said is correct, uh, Joe. That's, that has been my experience as well. Fantastic. And, and when, when implementing, I must, I must also share with our audience that uh, I see a lot that companies are shifting 
their challenge from understanding that they need IDP because mm -hmm. I would say that most of them will need IDP in some way or another to a, to, to a scenario where they need to choose the right tool. Uh, they need to choose the right implementation framework, the right orchestration, the right process. And, and, and this shift is, 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 uh, is a huge challenge because they, they have a huge gap in terms of understanding IDP. IDP is still a very complex and, and, and fuzzy technology compared to low-code tools, no-code tools such as uh, UiPath or, or Blue right. Prism. So what, what, in your opinion, are the main challenge for a company that don't know that much about EDP and wants to implement IDP? Are there any success factors that companies often neglect? Uh, so absolutely. Uh, so in, if you talk about challenges that are like, you know, for the first challenge when you deal with IDP is the IDP has to deal with uh, too many disparate types of documents, right? Uh, you take, for example, uh, customer onboarding or uh, supplier onboarding process. Uh, they come up with a lot of onboarding uh, documents. Uh, it could be passports, uh, social security IDs, tax forms, uh, you know, statutory declarations, uh, legal documents, etc. So all these documents vary in type, form, and layout, actually, by nature, right? So the key point to note here is the IDP tool should be capable to classify the documents by type and nature. And uh, it should be capable to capture the required fields from the specific document by either using a template-based approach or a non-template-based approach, template-less uh, approach, right? Depending on the image type and image complexity. Yeah. That is one of the first challenge, uh, I would say. The second challenge is the bad quality of uh, scanned documents, right? Uh, the scanning quality is not uh, good. So less than 300 uh, or 200 DPI dots per inch, right? Then it's very uh, difficult for uh, extraction to happen with the, even with the most powerful IDP tool. So there are a lot of noise in that scanned images. Uh, there are a lot of, uh, you know, uh, uh, issues with the uh, image. So then it's going to be difficult to, uh, you know, make sense out of it, even with the powerful OCR, powerful ICR or powerful uh, IDP tool. So that is the second challenge. So the IDP tool should be capable to clear the noise. Uh, you know, you have to do a pre-processing and then uh, enhance the quality of the image before you give it to the IDP tool. Uh, the third challenge I would say is the multiple pages uh, of documents, right? So I have a loan service agreement document is 30 to 100 pages. And each page, uh, the formats are not the same. The tables, tables are different. Uh, there are scanned images, uh, the tables span different pages. So it complicates retrieving the correct target data from the document. So that is a, a major uh, challenge. And some of the IDP tools like Doc Digitizer addresses uh, now. So it's easier. But otherwise, I have faced this challenge with other tools. And the main point to consider here is uh, the IDP tool should be capable to understand the queued up processing document for multi-page nature and require uh, data could be located on any subsequent page. So that is the challenge, and uh, uh, we have technology now, tools now, like Doc Digitizer addressing it. And one, uh, one more challenge I would like to uh, talk about is insufficient data accuracy recognition rate. So if you are using lot, uh, previously you had only few select uh, OCR engines like Google Tesseract, Microsoft Office, Document Imaging, uh, you know, available free, and then uh, but those open source ones uh, don't have the power uh, power to give you uh, 95 98 percent accuracy 
So now uh, you have advanced IDP tools like Doc Digitizer. You have the best of breed uh, OCR softwares like Abbey, OmniPage, Cofax. So you can mix and match and see which one gives you the best results. And you can utilize them for specific uh, types of documents you are dealing with. So that is the uh, that 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 is also addressed. That is the fourth challenge. And then I would say uh, the fifth challenge is about the access rights and management and security, right? So not all business users within the organization need to have access rights to all the documents, right? Uh, which are in the scope of automation. So access rights should be granted granularly based on the type of document. And does the user really need to see, uh, you know, see it? Uh, is it in accordance with his roles and responsibilities set in the organization? These kind of uh, key questions needs to be answered uh, before, uh, you know, uh, choosing a proper IDP tool with these features. So the automated intelligent solution along with IDP capabilities need to have a robust access rights management capability uh, that will ensure the highest security and access control standards while deploying the intelligent automated solution within the organization. So this is the key uh, number five challenge. So these are the five challenges I have faced, uh, you know, in terms of uh, selecting the, uh, whether your organization, uh, your requirements fit with the IDP tools capabilities. So you need to do this uh, matrix matching and then uh, check off uh, each of these features and everything, whether it is available in your the IDP tool that uh, you are looking for, then uh, you can go ahead with uh, selecting the right uh, tool. So uh, that, that's, that, that has been my experience, uh, Joe. On this, uh, which, which, which some in some cases, and I'm seeing this more and more, um, as also the these vendors, these IDP vendors, also they 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 are reaching a maturity uh, when it comes to uh, their offering, uh, and there are such an amazing uh, offers there in the market. But I, I'm seeing more and more that uh, the more the, the the more mature the customer gets, the more the need for specific IDP tools for specific processes. So, uh, for example, if you are dealing with a very structured uh, and, and common use case like invoices, you probably will use, I don't know, document understanding because of the pre-built models, because it's easy. It's already right. within UiPath. But if you go to end writing support or a very quality sensitive process then you want to you want to choose a pure play idp tool so there there is there are a lot of offers uh and these success factors are are uh, even drilled down at the process level and you may find that a specific tool it's better in in some cases and another one is is very good at at, at I, I don't, by now, at least I don't believe that there will be a one-size-fits-all IDP tool that is able to, to do everything well in every single use case. <laughs> but, I agree with you. <laughs> but going a, little, a few years ago, uh, we started to hear about OCR and data capture. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned uh, mentioned some of the incumbents, the Kofax uh, Abhi, and, 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 and even... Even if we can go 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 to to the to to to, to the scanners, it's that that they embed some kind of OCR. So is IDP just a fancy word and rebranding of these legacy solutions? Uh, okay, it has AI, but what 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 is the the the, the what is new? What is really new that we could not do a couple of years ago? 
Absolutely. Very, very good question, uh, Joe. So if you look at based on my experience, what I have found is a couple of years ago, uh, OCR software just translate the data from uh, images or scanned PDF into uh, into some you know output. But the output may not be uh, very uh, accurate. You have 60, 70% accuracy level. That was the only the, they didn't have powerful ICR features. But now, uh, you know, now what I see is the power of uh, IDP solutions. There are a lot of powerful features like, you know, it uses computer vision and NLP along with the best of breed OCR and ICR software. Handwritten documents and signature extraction were not possible uh, with a greater level of accuracy a couple of years ago. Now we have IDP tools like Doc Digitizer that can perform this with high levels of accuracy. So you have a 99% accuracy SLA. Um, there are features like enterprise grade security, pre-built connectors for multiple technologies, merging and splitting documents, data enrichment capabilities, unstructured document processing, uh, data validation, adding new fields and new document types. And uh, above all, doing all these things with the 99% accuracy SLA was not even thinkable two years ago. So now it is possible with the advent of uh, greater, you know, uh, technology uh, progress and the tools and solutions available. Uh, and I feel that there are quite a number of tools doing it. I know Doc Digitizer is one of them, and there are other tools also uh, coming in the, uh, you know, uh, bandwagon for offering such uh, powerful features. Yeah, and and also uh, alongside with that. There was, uh, I think, a huge change on the on the business model, on the distribution model, which which now is way easier um, and I would say cheaper to to use IDP because uh, a couple of years ago it was like a, an enterprise software that only the very big organizations were able to 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 pay and and implement and maintain and now nowadays all the all the entry costs are reduced and the ecosystem also allows to you to test more um in in, in, in a more uh, easy way let's say and and with a with a lower cost with with a, which i think drives a lot the adoption um but when it comes to success stories, can you share some of them with, with, with our audience? What, what was the central piece and what made them a success? Absolutely. So uh, one of the major uh, high uh, impact uh, IDP project that I did for one of my customer. So the customer was in, uh, in the pharmacy, uh, you know, the healthcare business, and they had outsourced uh, their entire invoice accounts payable, receivable processing. Uh, to a third party company and the third co party company was employing like 40 plus member team uh, they are they were processing like you know 100000 invoices manually uh, in a, uh, on a yearly basis and uh, they 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 get invoices from 600 plus vendors in uh, 10 different languages right right so it's a uh, very complex right so they what yeah. all they do is they uh, get the look at the physical invoice uh, take the data perform some basic validation uh, each invoice, does it have a, a purchase order? Does it have a matching goods received note? Then go in and uh, key in into SAP, uh, then trigger the payment to the supplier. So that's what they have been doing. So when I uh, looked at the process, then I told, see, this, uh, whatever you are paying $2 million uh, per year to this uh, company, third-party company, we can automate using IDP, bring it in-house, and you save the $2 million and uh, as a cost saving. So it directly hits your uh, P&L uh, because it's a cost saving. Uh, on top of that, you can also uh, reduce the number of FTEs doing the work. So 
if 40 people are doing the work, 35 can be relieved and five people can be only used for uh, processing exceptions, uh, human in the loop kind of situations. So that was uh, the idea I proposed and I used the IDP tool to, uh, you know, did the POC, uh, it started with a simple uh, English and Spanish language uh, for the POC and then uh, pro went on for the higher uh, complex languages. So this was one of the uh, biggest savings, like 2 million cost saving. On top of that, you have say, FTE saving of 35 people uh, who are uh, actually needed for the job can be, uh, you know, put somewhere across in the uh, company. They could be performing some value-added work and uh, that extra capacity is given back to the business. And uh, only five FTEs are uh, retained. So when we did the first round of uh, iterations, we got 84% uh, straight through processing rate. The invoices went, uh, you know, uh, then yeah. we, uh, we looked at the exceptions and retrained with the human uh, uh, training it. And that way, uh, uh, as time went on, the second round, we got 95% uh, of uh, invoices went to straight through processing. And the uh, main thing is zero data entry errors. Because if you look at when the humans were doing it, even though uh, they are uh, good in doing things, but what, ha what happens with humans? When you do the same thing again and again, after some time, you are, your performance deteriorates, right? Because exactly. that's being human, right? You will, exactly. Uh, you are not robots. We are not robots. You are not robots. <laughs> we will make mistakes and uh, all those things. Whereas with the uh, bots, uh, once you program it, teach it correctly, it does 100% of the time the same exact way. Even if you have to process yeah. million uh, invoices, it will do the same way, right? Exactly. So that is the advantage. And uh, that was one of the high impact projects. Uh, by, where I used IDP and uh, uh, got a significant amount of saving for the uh, you know client that I was working with. Fantastic results! Uh, I I heard uh, somebody uh, in a, in an intelligent automation conference saying that something like this that uh, most people are saying that automation is replacing uh, uh, humans, and uh, he thinks that is the other way around. So we stole the work of robots a couple of years ago. So we are doing robot jobs, which is which is not what we are prepared for as a species. So they just they are just asking their job back. So it's, uh, absolutely. It's, <laughs> exactly. It's, I think uh, uh, we have to thank IDP tool creators because it takes the bot out of the human, right? Exactly. And, uh, so we are not uh, best, uh, it's not the best use of humans. Humans are best uh, used for jobs which require thinking, judgment, and uh, analysis, whereas uh, bots are best suited for this monotonous, mundane, repetitive, high volume work, you know? So that exactly. way, it's a very good combination, bots and humans together. Uh, each are good at certain things. That way, there is no conflict. At the same time, uh, both enjoy their work. <laughs> <laughs> they must. They must. <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned uh, that uh, in in that in that success story that you implemented a, a POC, and I think that that is a, a very standard practice in the market to to do a POC. Uh, when implementing IDP, so so my question is if it is easy to move beyond the POC and 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 do and do and do the rollout because in some cases uh, companies have a very nice POC but they stop there. So what are the changes that that, that need to, to to happen between the POC and the real thing, and how can companies scale their IDP initiatives beyond the POC? 
Absolutely. Very, very great question, uh, Joe. So, uh, like you said, uh, you know, uh, we start, always start with the PVC just to be sure. Uh, show that because before they invest the big bucks, right? They want to know, we want to show some value that this technology works and this creates value. So that uh, generally for POC, we create the low-hanging fruits. Very easy. We don't pick up uh, the secret sauces. You don't pick up a high complexity straight away, right? You don't. You want to win. Uh, start with the win is the first uh, thing project. So you start the low-hanging fruit, simple, easy one. So for example, that invoice automation. We pick the English language ones and the Spanish, which are easier uh, for uh, POC, and we showed both, and uh, the success rate was. Very good, and uh, it uh, convinced them to invest uh, for the uh, you know actual project. But then, when we went to the project, that's where we hit the roadblock because we are dealing with Chinese language, Turkish, Russian, German. So uh, there are a lot of challenges, and the COE is sitting in India, and these people don't only know English and Indian languages; they don't know the other languages, and they uh, provide their support and everything. And now we have to connect with uh, globally. Ten different countries, uh, talk to them, understand. Sometimes they don't understand English. There are a lot of challenges uh, making sure that human in the loop comes in and uh, <laughs> very validating the uh, what the bot, bot might be extracting correct in you know in German or uh, Chinese also, but we don't know. So yeah. there is a lot of coordination, collaboration required. It becomes a very cross-country project, uh, global project. Suddenly, and then uh, the scale, impact, uh, everything, uh, communication. So a lot of challenges come in the way so if there are uh, well, there are a lot of chances of uh, you know something going falling down the cracks as a result it could impact the success of the project and then the stakeholders say hey you guys did this uh, english one fine what happened when, you, when i gave you the full money but things yeah. are not working so those challenges suddenly come into the picture when you are uh, scaling from uh, poc to the you know actual project uh, especially spanning these multi-language, multi-format documents. So that was one of the big challenges that I faced. And uh, uh, that really, uh, you have to set the expectations, manage the stakeholders well. Uh, so that is a very key there. And then uh, talking about how to scale in a normally, I would say, first you have to understand uh, your workflow and optimize it. So you can use a mining tool, process mining tool or task mining tool. And uh, that X-rays into the process and gives you the, okay, these are the areas where there are bottlenecks, uh, inefficiencies, uh, rework is happening a lot. I know uh, the steps have to be rearranged. There are a lot of duplicate uh, duplicacy going on, duplicate work going on. Uh, so those there are a lot of deviations happening, variations happening. So all those things are there. When you have so many process issues, you straight away go, in, uh, go for IDP automation, it's not going to be successful because uh, there is one saying from Bill Gates, right? If you, yeah. uh, you know, automate a broken process, it will magnify the broken inefficiency. So you first have to fix the process, optimize the workflow. Then you apply IDP, then you maximize the efficiency. Otherwise, it's going the other way around, right? So that is the uh, first thing that companies have to look at. You have to optimize the process. Second, uh, you have to commit to continuous improvement. So it is not like, you know, I do IDP project, I implemented in live, done, I bought that, bye-bye, I'm leaving. No, it's not the case. Because you need to uh, continuously monitor and uh, uh, keep improving until it reaches a stable state. So it is not like one step, I did it, done, gone. So intelligent automation is a journey. It is not a destination. Uh, you know, you have to go through the journey, 
uh, to uh, live the journey, live through the journey to make it more, uh, you know, successful. So that is the second thing. And the third most important thing is the people aspect, right? Uh, ability to scale IDP depends on uh, you, how people can train, use and improve the automation models, augment the human work. So suppose uh, there are exceptions coming after your first implementation. Uh, and you, if you have the right SMEs uh, who can train the model, uh, that will save a lot of uh, efforts of uh, time and uh, that will make the model much better and increase accuracy uh, levels, right? So that is the uh, most important thing. So if you don't have the right people, the right SMEs available, then it's going to be a challenge. Uh, so that is the very critical part. And then uh, we also have to look at uh, choosing the IDP technologies that are flexible enough to scale. So you have to, that IDP tool has to handle multiple types of formats of documents. Uh, they have to have the capability of signature extraction, intelligent character handwriting extraction, I know uh, multi-document classification, so many uh, uh, tech, you know, uh, features are there in this most powerful features in the latest uh, doc digitizer and other UiPath platforms. So you need those uh, kind of uh, capabilities in the tool that you pick. So then only you can scale safely. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck in the wall. Then, oh, I don't know why I chose this. I missed this, right? So it's <laughs> going to trouble you again. So these are some of the things I, 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 I know, I, in my experience, I have seen uh, that you need to uh, you know, uh, consider and implement for successfully scaling your intelligent automation across the enterprise. Fantastic. Very nice takeaways and, and, and insights, uh, I would say, for, for people that are looking to do their first steps in IDP. Uh, we, are, we are coming to the end of our conversation, about the 30 minutes, but I would, uh, I would, uh, I would ask you if you have any suggestion of a, of a book, podcast, person to follow so our audience can know a little bit more about intelligent automation. Oh, absolutely, Joe. Uh, the best book I have found in my experience is the, I enjoyed, thoroughly enjoyed reading it many, many times. It is called The Intelligent Automation by Pascal Barnett. It's uh, the Bible, it the a, Bible. <laughs> it's the Bible of intelligent automation. It is an amazing book. You don't need to buy, think uh, anything else. Buy the book and read it. It has everything. Uh, not just for today, five years from now, where intelligent automation would be, how it will look like, you know, where it is heading towards. Uh, saving trillion people's lives in medical, uh, healthcare, you know, uh, uh, driver, driverless cars, uh, you know, traveling, uh, people moving to Mars in five years. I don't know, maybe it's possible through automated intelligent automation. So all these things are available. So uh, I would say uh, buy that book from Amazon. It's available in Amazon and other uh, uh, bookshops, online bookstores. So Intelligent Automation by Pascal Barnett is uh, uh, must have. Uh, it's uh, for a lifelong uh, because yeah. there are a lot of things are there, and uh, it's uh, you cannot finish it in one sitting. You keep on. This like a journey, I would say. So a lot of things. Uh. I must confess that uh, this year, so we are near Christmas time, and we all in in Doc Digitizer, we always offer something to our employees uh, as a gift in for Christmas, and 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 I, I was always uh, uh, trying to use that that opportunity to to provide them some knowledge. And uh, in this year, I decided to offer every single employee of Doc Digitizer that book. So uh, awesome. it's, it's, an, it's an amazing book. Uh, I hope that they can take uh, as much insights as I did when, when reading the book. So yeah, please 
use also this opportunity since we are near Christmas time to to use that book and to offer that book to to the people that that are doing the projects with you guys. So, what is next for you and, and for Scient? Uh, and now, can our audience reach out to you? Sure, absolutely, Josu. Uh, in my next, uh, I know I'm embarking upon a very complex uh, IDP project. Uh, the requirement is uh, the domain, the terrain is different. It's on geospatial maps, uh, mining documents, uh, so uh, engineering drawings, uh, you know, CAD CAM uh, di diagrams, uh, PLM system diagrams, machine diagrams. So the metadata needs to be extracted out of all these kind of un complex unstructured documents. I have never uh, worked with. This is very tough terrain. And uh, I'm uh, hoping that uh, with the powerful tools like uh, Doc Digitizer and the UiPath platform, will, will be, I'll be able to tackle this one heads on. So that is the next project I am uh, embarking on. And uh, about my con uh, reaching me, uh, there are two ways. One, uh, I'm available on my LinkedIn page. Uh, feel free to send a connection request. I'll be happy to connect with uh, your, uh, you know, all the viewers here. And also, I can share my email address uh, with the Joe or put it in the chat box and uh, feel free to contact me by email as well. Yeah, we we will share your your LinkedIn and, and email if you want on on the comments of, of this of this episode. Praskash, hosting this episode was really it was really a pleasure to me. Uh, not only because we 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 spoke a lot about IDP and this is a very new, a very uh, a dear topic to me, but but also because you shared a lot of insights that I think will help and guide our audience. To, to, to do their first steps, uh, IDP is still complex and, and, and people often neglect the complexities and they fail. So, and, and, then they, and then they are a little bit upset and they stop believing that is possible. So having insights of people that uh, uh, have that so much experience in, the, in, in, the, in this space uh, is always uh, very, very important so our audience can know more. So I thank you a lot for, for taking the time to, to chatting with me and for being on our show. Thank you. Thank you very much, Joe. And uh, very happy to happy and glad that uh, you, you know, I, uh, invited me for this show. I enjoyed this uh, discussion with you on IDP and other things. Uh, thank you once again and uh, thanks for having me here. Thank you, audience, all the viewers. Uh, wish you all a uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year next year. I have been your host, Joe Fernandes, and this has been Automation Notes. See you next time. What a fantastic show. So many incredible takeaways. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to stay updated with the most recent intelligent automation trends, success stories, and promising projects, please subscribe to Automation Notes on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor, and YouTube. You can find the links in the subscription. We release a new episode every two weeks. But before we leave you today, if you want to take your automation projects to an all-new level, Leveraging critical data locked in your documents, photos, or emails, visit docdigitizer.com and find out how you can deploy the world's most reliable intelligent document processing platform in less than one day. You can get 100% accurate data from nearly any document with close to zero setup and a full pay-per-use model, all into a single API call. Whether you are looking to process a simple invoice, streamline your customer 
customer onboarding journey or get data from your legal contracts, Doc Digitizer will be your trusted IDP partner. Doc Digitizer offers an all-in-one, fully managed API, making intelligent document processing truly easy. But don't just take my word for it. Take the word of leading global 2,000 organizations, all loving and using Doc Digitizer to unlock hyper-automation over complex and unstructured mission-critical processes. Doc Digitizer is helping companies across multiple industries to reach their full potential through data by empowering their digital transformation, drive operational efficiency and human productivity, unlocking the power of their data. Head over to docdigitizer.com and start your all-inclusive IDP journey. Use the code AUTOMATIONNOTES10 and get 10% discount on any Doc Digitizer subscription. See you next time.